The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. time again we close things out with a song returning from earlier this week from joeblow.com something stony and sounds scary it's james oster nice now do you see the reflection in my eyes right now is it how, how bad does it look and you're too small to really see the reflection so if you you can see what a mess this room is and i'm working on cleaning a bunch of stuff up but i'm very excited because it's my office i'm very excited very excited there you go uh, today, we'll be discussing Sunglasses at Night by Canadian phenom Corey Hart. Uh, Sunglasses at Night was the lead single from Corey Hart's 1983 debut album, First Offense. Yeah. Oh, we've got a bad boy here. He's a bad uh, boy. Mm. It, it also feature, featured the singles It Ain't Enough, She Got the Radio, and Lamp at Midnight. The song charted to number seven on the Billboard Hot 100. The album certified gold over 500K sold, mm-hmm. and it debuted on January 21st, 1984, which would have made me two years and one day old wow. when it dropped. Wow. So, sunglasses at night, Jimmy. Were you a fan? Did you have the Corey Hart poster up in your room above? I did not. Was it on the ceiling above your bed? No, it was on my bed, so I could you know lay with him and especially it's you know was the pose in the video where he's like, oh yeah, I can't do that. I actually injured myself, so I've got to be careful how I move myself. And I just figured that out right now when I really hurt myself. I. I was a fan of that song. He had a couple other songs. The one I, I, I think I, the other song I, I mostly know him by was Eurasian. I think it was Eurasian Eyes. Okay. Uh, from um, it was from the Nine and a Half Weeks soundtrack, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. kind of rad. But I, I, I think There's it's called Eurasian. Never surrender. Oh gosh, I remember that one too. Yeah. I, yeah. He, I, I thought it was one of those things where it was like it was a very '80s feel. It's a very '80s song, and uh, but it's. Look, people still know kind of what that is. People yeah. like when you hear, "Oh, I wear my sunglasses at night so mm-hmm. I can." So I'm gonna sing the whole song. So right. just stop me. Um, I think it's one of those songs that just kind of resonates and it's so stupid it works. Like it's almost. really stupid, yeah. and, and the music <laughs> video is incredibly stupid. But it's. I, I kind of enjoy it. I, I, yeah. I like he the dude's good looking dude. He's yeah. Canadian. He's he's got the you know I was watching it before the show because mm. I wanted to kind of refresh myself right. because I I haven't watched that music video for a very long time, and I was watching it. I was thinking he kind of reminds me of like David Boreanaz. Like, oh, a little bit, yeah, yeah a little bit know, like yeah. young David Boreanaz. Because they're brothers, yeah, yeah, like they could be related somehow, and and I I. It's you know I kind of I've been I've been on a kind of an eighty not an eighties kick like a specific eighties I've been listening to a lot of Kate Bush okay because Kate Bush freaking rules and we gotta do her next mm-hmm. um, and I so I've been watching a lot of old uh, these 
80s music videos just mm-hmm. out of curiosity and some of them I'm finding really I'm starting to re kind of connect with some of that music that I like I because I, I don't I'm not huge of listening to nostalgia radio like yeah. I don't like I'm not like okay ooh cool I need to talk I, I need to listen to The Fix or uh, Human League or, or Corey Hart or Billy Idol stuff like that I'm happy listening to modern music and then if I'm in the mood to, say, pull out Pat Benatar or, or right. something like that, I'll do that. But I it's so I don't listen to a lot of it. But lately I have been listening a little more and I, I do think the song holds up really well. Yeah, I, I do. It's funny. I uh, one one of the things with this song for me is always it sound it came the year a year to the day after um, it debuted as a single uh, to the Eurythmic Sweet Dreams, which oh, great sound song. like they came from the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you could almost sing Sweet Dreams lyrics to the instrumental of Sunglasses at Night. Oh my God, we should try that. We could, yeah, we could That'd mash up. Um, yeah, oh my but God. They, they both have that hypnotic synthesized. Yeah, I like. I although that. I think Sweet Dreams is one of the most perfect songs oh, ever yeah. written. And even the music video is weird as fuck, but oh, yeah. really fucking cool. Like a really Corey Hart is I wanna be a matinee idol rock star well, and I, mean, I wanna be on the poster in your room. And you that, could you could use this music video concept for like eight other dudes like him song and not mm-hmm. lose a beat, even though this one's sunglasses at night and there's sunglasses, but Although I did, I did appreciate the kind of women's prison type feel because yeah. I just, you know, it's like I always, I always like I was watching. I was like, did, wait, did Sybil Downing make an appearance? Right. She should have. True, yeah, she been great. Here's a funny anecdote with uh, this song. One of my favorite memories of a sunglass at night came when. Do you remember, like, like like 2000 or something when like Monday Night Football had Dennis Miller on it as one of the like booth guys? No. Remember? No, so it, brought, that would be football. I don't watch well, football. It was a big thing because they were like, why the fuck are they putting Dennis Miller? So Dennis Miller got put on the Monday Night Football booth. He lasted a year. But there was a game where I think it was the San Francisco 49ers were playing, and their coach was on the sidelines. And it was a night game, of course, because Monday Night Football. And he's staring on the sidelines with his sunglasses on, and the camera starts zooming in slowly. And Dennis Miller's like, I wear my son. And he sang it. As it's zooming in, I'm like, that's he, funny. He that is have, funny. He had to have told the camera crew to be like, "Get on him, zoom slowly, and I'm gonna do sunglasses at night." And that's oh back my God. when people liked Dennis Miller, and he was funny. Yeah, um, back before he w- was just not a nine eleven whatever that guy. Nine eleven. I don't know what happened to him, but he changed in the wrong direction. After yeah, that. he became a kind of a dick, and he's not funny anymore. Yeah. He's just, I there. There's a really but, fine yeah. line between just being an asshole and and then. You know, being that's one funny. of my favorite jokes he's ever done. Um, mm-hmm. fond, I used to be a fan of his. Yeah, I like the Saturday Night Live stuff, and mm-hmm. um, his HBO show wasn't too bad either. When it back that's pretty day. funny though. I love that. I'm like, yeah, and I I, I wore these for you, by the way. Thank I look you. for Thank sunglasses. You. You're not even wearing sunglasses. I'm thinking, oh, cool, we're like wearing sunglasses together. No, that's just creepy. Okay, stop that. Okay, that's like you're li- you're like going all Hellraiser and shit with your eyes. I have such oh sights to show you. You take out oh those my sunglasses. Oh my god, Jeez. 
Jesus. All right. So this music video is uh, directed by Rob Courtley. He's uh, just a big-time Canadian music video director. He did like four Corey Hart videos, a Rush video, and did some Canadian uh. TV shows. But the video, it's... It's about some kind of like futuristic police state where you get arrested if you're not wearing sunglasses. Is that what it's about? I couldn't. I could yeah. not tell. And okay, Kari Hart uh, sings from a disheveled room, which we can tell because the lamp's knocked over and the the painting on the walls crooked. And he gets oh put gosh. in jail here and there. And he gets in a cell with a woman cop, and he like humps the bars while singing and. He heavily enunciates his singing in the video, a very lippy, and uh, then he dis- yeah he'll disappear and reappear uh, at times with sunglasses. His glasses disappeared, reappear too, and then so she lets him out after he humps the bars to her. Um, but then this woman who plays the the main female cop, she's apparently like the one of the biggest like her name is Lori Brown, and she was like a big time Canadian host, a VJ, and journalist up there. Like she's a oh. big deal, and this was one of her first. Uh, things she did so um you yeah. know what would be funny if we're do while we're doing this i just randomly take off my glasses and if you when you edit don't like edit it together so like i'm wearing my glasses i'm not wearing my glasses oh i do not edit this that heavily oh so. my god damn well i'll just do that neat. Woo! I'm no gonna... i'll wear them i want to wear them there you go there you go wear them uh but yeah so the video like it's uh, a thing. It's uh, got a very sci-fi premise. Um, mm-hmm. Corey, yeah, they got like him and hanging in his room and like playing with the glass. Like it's very focused on what the song is a mm-hmm. bit. Um, as quite as literally, say, yeah. I wear my sunglasses at night, and so I can, so I can. Got him running through want. halls. When, oh, when they he's in a phone booth at one point singing, and they they like knock on it because he's not wearing the sunglasses, and he puts them on. And he like sings really hard at him, and the lights shooting at him. Oh, it's fun. It's, it's it's ridiculous, silly. Um, it's one of those that probably was cool back then and then you laugh now like oh my yeah. god oh my god I, the 80s is it you know i don't know if it's not that cool now i th- yeah. uh, to be honest at uh, watching that video I, th- I do think there is a research obviously there's people love 80s music and yeah. as we saw you know you you see, a lot of times in movies you see them really utilize 80s sounds yeah the song was uh, on I, stranger things even mm-hmm. yeah it's so. a bit atomic blonde had a great soundtrack um I, I, I like I like the energy of a lot of these eighties videos oh, yeah. and I like that, that Corey Hart is a you know, there's the first time we're seeing this guy, he's just this cool young cool dude with his glasses yep. and singing this ridiculous song but he doesn't care because he's too cool because he wears <laughs> sunglasses at night. It's like I there's something kind of weirdly charming about it, even today. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't I don't think it's goofy. I, I mean, yeah, it's like if you ever you want to see goofy, get high and watch uh, Bonnie Tyler's Total, Total Eclipse of oh, the Heart. Yeah. Well, I did. I Whoa. Did, I did uh, Holding Out for a Hero, too. That's a fucking crazy one, too. Like Bonnie Tyler had ape shit <laughs> videos. I don't know why. Like you wouldn't think, but sh- yeah, the mm. Total Eclipse of the Heart has ninjas and Holding Out for a Hero has cowboy rapist cowboys with neon lassos mm-hmm. so I, fucked up i think i need to watch that one because i i haven't watched that one in eight. i just watched the other one and I, I there's a lot of uh very homoerotic overtones in the video like cause oh, yeah. the guys are dancing around are wearing just these little like 
diaper thingies, mm-hmm. and you're just like, so wait, what? What? It's a weird, but I kind of like, like. I just like the aesthetic of these movie, these videos. They, yeah. They're just they they don't know what they're about. Come on, no, you're just no. making shit up at this. Well, this point. is you're experimental. Just, <laughs> this, I mean, this is early. This is '84. Yeah, so it is I a, want my MTV, man. Right. This is experimental uh, period with the videos. And the '90s mm-hmm. starts to hone in on more storytelling or stylistic stuff. But the '80s yeah. is like a free for like. Yeah, some of them do more than just like the, the hair metal. Just guys just play on stage a lot, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Stuff like this, they're like, all right, we got like a story, maybe or no, mm-hmm. no, he's just this, or it's it's just all this shit, and it's it's better than some of the '90s ones would be what I would call, and I haven't done one of them yet because there's not much to talk about the um, the uh, Gap Mall Store video where it just feels like it's meant to just play on the TV at like uh, the jean store. Or something like that to look cool, and it's mm-hmm. like just highly stylized, and people just sync it, lip syncing, performing their song. But there's nothing to it other than, oh, that's a cool song, and the video fits the vibe of. Um, I I don't know the cool stores. I didn't shop at them. Yeah, um, no. I, I was the Gap cool. I don't know. I, I don't know. I I did shop at Hot Topic, but that was before they became like a glorified like Sam Goody. Yeah, now, it's a bit. Uh, it's a bit uh, too, you know. I, I was safe. there when it was incense, candles, and black T-shirts. Like that was, that yeah. was what I would go there. But um, yeah, so it's definitely an experimental period. Uh, Corey Hart did get nominated for a Grammy. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I mean, this was a big. So this isn't like a joke or like mm-hmm. like it was the, a hit song. This that video was on MTV. Constantly, yeah, and he's constantly, not a, yeah, he's not a one-hit wonder. Some no. people may think that he had a lot of hits actually, and he charted mm-hmm. in Canada, huge, like the state, United States. He charted pretty good all the way to the early nineties, mm-hmm. and uh, like he had five hit albums. Um, got songs, just played the songs. You'd be like, oh, that was Corey Hart. Yeah, yeah, he's more mm-hmm. than sunglasses at night. Um, but he was nominated for best new artist. Do you know who he lost to for best new artist? I have no idea. The other nominees were Sheila E., Frankie Goes to Hollywood, and The Judds, but he the lost. The Judds. He lost to Cindy Lauper. Oh, Cindy Lauper. Oh. Yeah. This, wow. Yeah. That's, That's funny huge. you like, say okay, that. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just look, put on her She's So Un... Cause That's I just one of my bought, favorite albums. It's so dude, good. I just bought a new stereo here. Oh, okay. And uh, I put that on, and I had I had the album from I when I was a album. child. Oh my god, it's so good! So good, and I, so I, I defend Shebop to the end of the earth. It's a great song. Uh, so great good. song. There is not a bad song. No, her cover of Prince's "When You Were Mine." Right. Whoa, it that's is, good shit. To compare it to a decade later, it's pretty much a jagged little pill of the '80s. Like there's like. Everything could have 100%. been a single. It had like six hit singles, mm-hmm. and then she never really all through got the night again. Ta- time after time. Well, the second album did really well. It did. The do, second it did album really did. Well. Re- yeah. True Colors did well. She had all uh, uh, Drive All Night, was which was her third was album. Yeah, yeah third. third one, so the yeah. first three albums, she had a few hits yeah. throughout. But uh, you know, look, I mean, she's still kind of maintained a some sort of celebrity and mm-hmm. I, I think you know people forget like a lot of these they make money off of you know having people using their right. songs and 
those songs are used a lot. Mm-hmm. Girls just want to have fun. Come on. Yeah. Like she also has a sweet, uh, if you can find it, rockabilly band called Blue Angel. That was before she went solo, which was pretty yes. good stuff. I, yeah, I really yeah, I've like heard that. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I would have given it to her too. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. Yeah, as I mentioned, in Canada, Corey Hart was huge too. He uh, was this music video won the Juno, which is like the Canadian mm-hmm. Grammys, uh, best music video. Um, but he was also nominated for three other Junos, uh, Male Vocalist of the Year, which he lost to famed Canadian Brian Adams, Composer oh. of the Year, which he lost also to Brian Adams, uh, Single of the Year, which he lost to Rise Up by Parachute Club, but also nominated was Cuts Like a Knife by Brian Adams, The Safety Dance by Men Without Hats, and Straight from the Heart by Brian Adams. So he was... Wait, yeah. wait. So which, uh, which, so which one was uh, Brian Adams winning all of the awards for? Cut, for that? What song? I, I think Cuts like a knife. Cuts like a knife. Yeah. Really? Or, or straight from the heart. One of the two. But it oh, just wow. said Brian Adams. Just as an maybe just one for the album. Because are you out. sure it's not Heaven? Heaven wasn't not that year. No, no. I, I no. think that was before Heaven. Okay, never mind. Before Heaven. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So if it wasn't for that pesky Brian Adams, Corey would have a deck of not more than one Juno. How uh, dare you, Brian Adams? How dare you? One little tidbit on his album, First Offense. Ooh. My first offense was being too sexy for this. But um, Eric Clapton um, played a guitar on the song Jenny Faye for it. Wow. Yeah, so he wow. was in the studio. And I guess Corey Hart got signed after like doing some stuff with Billy Joel. So that's where his oh. start... He did some studio stuff with Billy Joel and got signed to a contract to make that. I guess this album got made two years before it came out. Didn't have sunglasses at night on it. It kind of sat on the shelf for figuring out what to do. And then he wrote that. Yeah. He's like, we got to put that on it. And I guess there's like three or four different renditions of this album that were out there in circulation. Oh, wow. But yeah, so. I'd love to find one of the old, the early versions without it and see what it, how it flows together. Yeah. Although I don't think I actually own that album at any time in my life. I don't life. own al- any Corey Hart albums. No, me neither. Though I None. Make the I'm case. sorry. We, we talk about Corey's in the 80s. I think Corey Hart deserves to be within the talk of Corey's. I know the two hung out and loved each other, but Corey Hart mm-hmm. deserves to be one of the Corey's. I think more people listen to Sunglasses at Night than watch the Corey. Well, Lost Boys gets watched a lot. Lost Boys, yeah. That was, that was kind of popular. Yeah, License to Drive. Mm-hmm. They had some stuff. I mean, stuff. but so did Corey Hart. Let's yeah, and Corey, Corey Hart, Hart. And and while they may not do much anymore, Corey Hart never surrenders. We know that. Didn't I feel like they mocked him on like South Park or something like that? I feel like I saw him being mocked, and I, I I'm probably just talking out of my ass. <laughs> never mind this, but yeah, I, I swear to God, I've seen that. Wouldn't the surprise joke. me. Probably, I a Family Guy or something like that. I, I I'm I, I'm almost positive. I know uh, Family Guy just did a whole. Well, it's an old episode, but I just watched it. The Anne Murray episode, who's also Canadian, and mm-hmm. it, it's really funny. I, 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 but yeah, I'm I'm all about it, man. I'm now mm-hmm. now we got to go out and get First Defender. Yes, yes, definitely, and we'll, we'll do that this weekend. So as yeah. we end this week out, uh, Jimmy. Excellent to spend time with you. Glad you have you on the show proper for once. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. great. Uh, just talking nonsense with you. I love it. Uh, so let people know once more before we go on the weekend where they can find you and what you got going on. Uh, well, yeah. If, uh, again, um, 
check out our interview with the director of The Conjuring 3, Michael Chauvet. Uh, I think I said that right. Um, and of course, JoeBlow.com, AaronTheHead.com. We live entertainment, and you can find uh, me every Friday getting stoned with Justin Butts on something stony, which I'm not now, even though it may appear <laughs> that I am. Um, and also, and also, I have Sound Scary on Cosm as well, and I've... Um, I love the Cosm, man. I'm I'm having a good time with it. I have the best producer, so I've got to give a shout out to Elizabeth Saint and all my all my folks over there. It's a good good time, and you know you missed out, man. The Mad Max thing was in. I would have loved to have been there. Oh, that looks so fun, dude. We sold out. It was amazing. It was really rad. So yeah, we'll all have right. more. Excellent. <laughs> All right, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD, written work at YSOBlue.com. The Brandon Peters Show returns all new next week as Sharare Drury and I begin a little world film project over the next few weeks. But until then, always remember to keep the positivity in your online film chatter. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.